You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro. I'm the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I'm so excited that you're here with me today, and you chose my podcast out of all the other hundreds and thousands of business podcasts out there. I just am so grateful that you come back every single week, or maybe this is your first week, and I'm super glad to have you here. And I love doing this podcast. It truly is a labor of love for me and something that I've I started doing way back when live video was was just becoming a thing on Facebook. I have always done what's called Business Tip Tuesday and maybe you remember it, maybe you've been following me for quite some time, but on my business page I used to do every Tuesday at 10 a.m. I would do Business Tip Tuesday and that took off and people loved it. And now with sort of the rise of podcasting, I thought this is just a great way to continue to get my message across. So guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And I always take your suggestions, your topic ideas that you send me through email or direct message, and it goes into my folder for future episodes. And so, you know, the response from last week on how to create a six-figure income was just mind-blowing. You guys loved it. Your, your feedback was incredible. The things you took away were just amazing. And so I want to continue the discussion because it's kind of hard to go through all the things that truly create a six-figure income in one episode. So today we're going to do part two and we're going to talk about organization, priorities, sacrifices, just what does it look like to grow a six-figure business. You know, I am probably similar to many of you listening right now. You probably started the business that you now currently are trying to grow and scale while doing something else. Maybe it was raising children or working a full-time job or multiple full-time jobs, going and getting your education. And you created this vision when you launched the business that you are running for where you really saw it going. And I, if you were like me, it was kind of a hobby, something fun, just a way to get out of that monotony of parenting and nap time and meals and cleaning the house and doing laundry. And my business became my outlet, my positive outlet to keep myself accountable. But I saw it as a way to create a little extra income to decrease the amount of stress and anxiety that circled around finances which is what Matt and I truly did have the most arguments about was money. And so our my business became a platform for me to bring in some extra income. But in that process, I began to see the magnitude, the scope of what was possible. 
And it allowed me to really say, okay, wouldn't it be crazy cool if I could create enough income to pay off my student loan debt, to be able to take, you know, family vacations, to get out of this tiny little townhouse that we're outgrowing and be able to buy a single family home? Wouldn't it be great, you know, if we could never have to worry about money again, save for our kids' college educations? I mean, it just went on and on. And at that time, as I was dreaming really big, I had no idea how I was going to get to the goal. I just knew that if I, if money wasn't an, wasn't an issue and if time wasn't an issue and that's where I would want to be. And so I started to take action in that direction. Now, along the way, right, I, it wasn't like somebody just swooped in and took my kids for 40 hours a week so I could build my business. It wasn't like all of a sudden all of the things on my to-do list were gone and my responsibilities as a parent were taken over by someone else. I still had all of those responsibilities and then this business on top of it. So I'm no different than you. And I tell you these things because it really was chaos. It, it really is sort of wild. It's a roller coaster ride when it does come to actually growing a business that is a side hustle. And even if you do have 40 hours a week to build a business because your kids are at school or you don't have children or this is your only, you know, source of income, it still requires some practical knowledge and skill and just understanding of being a business owner. And a lot of women out there say things to me like, I'm a squirrel. I don't know how to manage my time. I'm going in a million different directions. I'm always distracted. I feel guilty for building my business and not paying attention to my kids. And I get it. I hear it all the time. But there is this part of us that has to be able to logically say, I own a business that has the potential to create a life of freedom, whatever that freedom may be. And then we have to take ownership and say, it is entirely up to me to manage my distractions. It is entirely up to me to recognize when I'm not focusing on the right activities. It's entirely up to me to set boundaries, to say no to things that aren't priority, to be disciplined, to work my business in the hours I've set aside to work them, and to be intentional. And I find a lot of women let those excuses be excuses. They let those things, those distractions, their, the way they are, whether it is a little bit of an ADD tendency, they let guilt, mom guilt, be their reason why they don't take action. And we can't do that, right? If you ever want to create and scale and grow a business, you have to own all of the pieces that go along with it. And I take full responsibility for my actions as well, and I'm no different than you. It's just this heightened level of awareness. So when we're looking at business ownership and what are the things that get us to creating a six-figure income, and maybe you're sitting here right now and you're saying, I just need to start over. I want to start fresh. What would you tell me if I was kind of starting fresh today? So this is what I would tell you, all right? So step number one, is we can't build a downline if you're in network marketing. We can't build an organization. We can't recruit a team if we don't first have the base level. 
And the base level of a business is always that belief system in what we do, the products and services that we offer, that we sell to other people, and the business model that we are a part of. We also have to have belief in ourselves. And so at the basic foundation, we've got to build this solid foundation in which, in which we're going to build upon. So if you're listening to this right now and you're saying, I want to start fresh or I want to launch my business, what would be step number one? Step number one is to actually start to build that, that solid belief. And so what that looks like in my specific business is I am going to tell my clients and my new members of my team that they need to commit to a program, a nutrition plan, and they need to do it from start to finish. It doesn't need to be what other people are doing. So find your angle. If you say to yourself, I don't really want to do Morning Meltdown 100, that's not my jam. It doesn't even look interesting to me, but I feel like I should do it because it's what the rest of the network is doing. That is very wrong thinking because there are also lots of other people out there that have zero interest in doing that particular program. So find something, a program that is interesting to you. So maybe it's lift four because you want to lift and you want to run and that's perfect. You want to do containers. You don't want to do to be mindset. Great. Pick it, choose it, own it, stick to it. Maybe you love vegan strawberry shakeology and you can't stand vanilla. Fine, own it. Talk about what is it that you love. Understand the products from not just your own personal experience, but actually go into the library of training that your company provides and understand why is this the best pre-workout on the market? Why does it give me energy and how is it better than the competitors? Because when somebody asks me why I drink what I drink or why I work out the way I work out, I want to not only have my own personal experience, but I want to know why this product is the best on the market. So educating yourself and being a product of the product is number one. And I did that. I had this unwavering belief that if people committed to a fitness program, if they follow the nutrition plan, if they showed up every day and actually participated in the accountability group, they would actually get results. And I know that to be true because I did it. So I had this foundation of belief, belief in what I had to offer, belief in the company, belief in the systems that were put in place. And that's step number one. And so as a business owner, don't try to skip over that step because you just want to grow a big business. You just want to make a lot of money. Well, we can't make a lot of money if we don't believe in what we're doing. And if we don't use the products, we can't talk about them confidently. It's just like somebody asking you to post on your timeline that you love this shampoo and you've never used it before. You're not going to share a product you have never used for a friend, right? I mean, most of us would not. And it's also the same as if you find a shampoo that you love, you're going to share it. You're going to tell people about it. Even if you don't make a commission from sharing it, you're going to share products you love. You're going to be able to talk about them confidently. You know, it's just like a vacation spot. If you go on a beach vacation and you love the rental property that you you reserved, you love the beach that you were at, you love the restaurants that that you went to, every single person that says, how did you like your vacation? You're going to give them your itinerary because you loved it. 
But if you didn't like the vacation and the house wasn't clean and the beach was kind of dirty, you're going to tell people not to go to that beach and not to rent that property. So your personal testimony is the strongest starting point that you have. So that's number one. So you're just starting out, start there. Number two is we have to say to ourselves, I need to get organized. I can't just wing it. I can't just fit this in when I find time or when my, you know, when everything goes well and I have an extra hour. If I have a goal for my business to earn an extra $500 a month, I need to actually organize myself in such a way that I'm making it happen, right? So as a business owner, I got a planner. I went to Target and bought myself a planner that allowed me to block out the hours of my day. It allowed me to write a daily to-do list. Or if you are somebody that really wants to use the computer, then get out your Google Calendar. A Google Calendar can allow you to block out by the minute. There's also a to-do list on there where you can keep your task list and check it off the box as you do it. So we have to be able to organize ourselves. So that was sort of step two that I did was I got a planner. And then even though I didn't have business, I didn't have a business week, I didn't have a babysitter, I didn't have normal business hours, I had to create structure where there was no structure. Listen to that. I had to create structure where there was no structure. My kids did not sleep at the same time. We were up a bunch of times throughout the evening. We didn't have a set schedule of what we were going to do on a daily basis. Our bedtimes were wild and crazy. Knowing that, I said to myself, well, Melanie, if you want this business to work, you're going to have to create structure where there wasn't structure before because you're doing something new. And that is really where I sat down and said, okay, what does my days look like? I know that I can basically get my kids on the same nap schedule if I work really hard at it. Again, this is a discipline, a self-discipline to say every day I'll be home at one o'clock. I'll start the nap time routine. We'll get the kids' diapers changed. We'll read a book. We'll have quiet time. I'll rock them. They'll have a snack. They're going to be down in bed at two o'clock. And from two to three o'clock, at least they are going to have quiet time. Took me a little bit of time to get on that same schedule, but I was disciplined. I was totally fine with them being up in their rooms and maybe they were just quiet and they didn't nap that time or maybe they cried for a little bit, fine, but they were gonna stay in their rooms for at least an hour. Then I was disciplined during that hour to not throw in a load of laundry, to not call my best friend, to not watch days of our lives, to not take a nap. I was disciplined during that time to run to the kitchen table, open up my laptop and get to work right? So I was disciplined during that that one hour and hopefully sometimes two hours if I could get them both to sleep a little bit longer. I was also disciplined to say, okay, at eight o'clock when they are in bed, instead of plopping myself down on the couch and pouring a glass of wine and, you know, watching my, my favorite TV shows, I'm going to spend the next hour doing business producing activity. And so I would sit down and from eight to nine or eight to 10, I would work. And then I did the same thing on the weekends. I started to create structure where there was no structure. I started to get my family on a schedule and on a routine and I mapped out everything in my day down to the minute. So 
I was going to work out at a specific time. I was going to read personal development while I got a shower and I was putting on my makeup and drying my hair. I was going to write my social media content at this specific time. I was going to make this live video on this day. So you can see I was very planned and again, purposeful and organized. Then at the end of every single day before I went to bed, I would ask myself, and I still ask myself, did I do the most important business building income producing activities today? And if the answer was no, I was disciplined to actually do them before I went to bed. So can you see this theme in here, discipline? Right, I was actually, I was very disciplined. I, I learned to train myself to create structure where there was no structure. So that's the next part. Now you say to yourself, but Melanie, I don't know what income producing activities are. I don't know what I should be doing. Well, each and every company, right? Each and every business model, you know what's gonna bring money in the door. It's gonna be new clients that are gonna use your products and services, repeat clients that are gonna use your products and services. And if you're in network marketing, it is growing a team of people that are doing the same thing. So every one of us probably has a set of income producing activities, behaviors, things we should be checking off the box every day that we should be doing that are gonna help us get to the bottom line of creating income. So I'm gonna ask each and every one of you to say, okay, to do this, get and print for an entire month because it's the beginning of September, your income producing activity checklist. And if you don't have one because your company hasn't created one, make your own. So for my network marketing company, the things that are on my to-do list are on what we call our Success Club System Tracker. That tracker, and you can probably hear my papers, is sitting in front of me right now. I actually still, eight years into my business, am still checking the boxes off because it's really easy to not do these things. It's really easy to get caught up in just managing what I have, checking in with current clients, answering messages, creating social media content, but am I doing it with a purpose and intentionality? Am I focused on growth? And so every day I say to myself, did I do the income producing activities? And then I look at it and say, did those activities produce any results? Yes or no. And if the answer is, I didn't get any messages today, I didn't get any responses back from the messages I sent, I didn't do any follow-ups, I didn't add any new people, you better believe I'm gonna do those things before I go to bed or they're gonna be the first things that I do the next day. So I am focused on the vital behaviors that the company tells me that I need to do. And still to this day, that is how you grow a strong foundation. And as a new business owner, it takes a lot of time to think of what I'm going to post and what I'm going to share in my stories and how I'm going to send those messages. But the more I practice, the more proficient I get. So I always use this example with my team. When you're learning, when you're teaching your kids to ride a bike and you take the training wheels off for the very first time and you're standing behind your child and you're pushing the seat of the bike, that child is thinking about, I need to balance, I have to pedal, I have to steer, I don't want to run into the tree. And so they're thinking, and it's taking them so much time to think, right, of all the different moving pieces. It's, it's like we're sending an invite. I'm thinking about not giving them too much information. I'm thinking about asking questions. I'm thinking about how do I get them to say yes and handle objections. And that conversation takes a lot of time. But... 
if we keep practicing, eventually what took a lot of thoughts begins to become more automatic. And we find what works and what doesn't work. And it's the same thing with riding a bike. If I only get on a bike and ride it when the sun is shining, when it's a Tuesday, when there's nobody else in the neighborhood that's out playing, right? If I'm only looking for ideal conditions to practice riding my bike, I'm never going to become proficient or it's going to take me a very long time to become proficient at riding a bike. But if I get on that bike every day, regardless, regardless if I'm tired or if the neighbors are out or, you know, if I have the right shoes on, if I'm getting on that bike and every day I am pedaling and I'm steering and I am balancing, eventually it becomes automatic and I can ride to the stop sign without thinking about it. And so it's the same thing in your business, sending messages, connecting with people, creating content, what feels uncomfortable now, what takes you a really long time to create. If you show up every day and you're practicing, you will become proficient. And before you know it, you will be sending messages, writing content, reflecting on it, and it's all automatic and you become proficient. Then you can add on the next skill, which may be growing your followers or adding members to your team or creating new systems to help your people get started right. But we can't move from point A to point Z without all the steps in between. We have to become proficient at the things in between. So committing to your own you know, product transformation or testimonial, doing the business building behaviors that are listed on that tracker and being disciplined taking initiative and responsibility, and planning out your week. The next thing is, I talked a little bit about this before, guys, but time blocking and priorities. So as a business owner that was raising small kids while getting my business off the ground, I would get phone calls daily. Do you want to go to the park? Do you want to go to the zoo today? Do you want to have a girls' night out? Do you, you know, want to go shopping together? Do you want to come over? All, all the time, there were cons. Do you want to volunteer at MOPS? Do you want to run this Sunday school program with me? And so at the time when I was launching my business, I was very, very guarded with my calendar. And I would always say to myself, is the thing I'm about to say yes to in line with my priorities? And I also knew what my priorities were. It was my family and raising my children to the best of my ability, spending time with my husband and making sure we had a quality relationship, my own personal health and fitness, and growing my business. And so there were times, especially as my business was getting off the ground, that I said no to the fifth opportunity to go to the park that week. If we had a park play date planned for Friday and somebody called me on a Tuesday and I knew that I needed to get something done for my business, I said, you know what? I'm going to be at the park on Friday. Would you like to? That would be a better day for me. I actually already have something planned on my calendar. And I said that, of course, yes, I can rearrange my schedule. I'm a business owner. But when am I going to get it done? And if I knew that this was something that was really important, I said no. It wasn't that I can never do playdates, you know, on that Tuesday. It was just I had something that needed to happen. Or maybe somebody asks you to volunteer every single week at the kids' school and copy papers. And you think to yourself, I can do it. I'm a business owner. I can make my own hours. 
but you're like, gosh, I have to find a babysitter. That's going to take away time from me building my business. And I'm going to go to copy papers and I really don't care about copying papers. I would much rather use that time to write a blog post or make some phone calls. And so you say, no, thank you. It's just not the time in your life. Or maybe a third scenario is you want to go get your hair done. And so you know you have a babysitter that comes to watch your kids every week from 8 to noon on Mondays. And so you say, I can come from 8 to noon on on a Monday to get my hair done. And now you're saying, I've got this babysitter and I'm going to use this time to get my hair done or grocery shop. No, you have to be disciplined to say, I can't come at that time. This is my business building time. So priorities, you have to have that understanding to say, this is my time and I'm going to use it wisely. And that uninterrupted time that you get to work on your business is when you should be doing business, not chatting with your success partners or doing a, doing a call with, you know, a friend, like you really want to make sure that your priorities are in line. And the same goes with your family. If you say on Sundays, I am not going to work from 11 until 9 o'clock at night because that is family time. We do church, we do brunch, we go visit family, we grocery shop, we hang out, we play games together, then stick to it. That is you setting up guidelines and parameters around your business and being disciplined to do so. So planning and time blocking are essential to your business success. And Then the last piece on the planning part is, I can't tell you how many times people say, how do you get up in the morning and, you know, at 5 a.m. every single day? Like, I'm just, I can't seem to get myself out of bed. I can't seem to not hit snooze. Guys, it is, again, a discipline for me. I wanted a different life. I want to get my work done so I don't have to be stressed about it later in the day. So when the alarm goes off, I think about, I want to be able to enjoy the rest of my day. I'm going to get up, I'm going to get it done, and then I'm going to go on with my day. And for me, it's just become a habit of I don't want to be stressed. I want to be present where I'm at. I want to make sure that, you know, I get my stuff out of the way so that I can do other things. And so again, it's just a discipline that I have adopted. It's a a personal choice. Okay, the last two things that we're going to talk about is tracking. So as a business owner, so often, and especially mentoring other business owners, I see people that every week they turn in their trackers to me. You know, on Thursdays, I ask my team to turn them in. And when they turn them in, I'll always pay attention to two areas. Did they do the activities they were supposed to do, right? So what does their invites and follow-ups and their posts and all that look like? But then I go to the bottom. And I look at their results. Did they actually enroll anybody new this week? Did they actually sell anything? And so often I see people that turn in these trackers and they don't ever sell anything. They don't ever add any new people to their team. And I think to myself, hello, that is a red flashing warning light. If you are doing business building activities and filling out this tracker and two and three weeks go by and you don't have results, why are you not reflecting on this? Why? I mean, you're just going to get frustrated. You're going to quit. You're going to give up. You're going to be that person that goes out on social media and says that business opportunity doesn't work. No, you didn't reflect on what you were doing. If you go through an entire week with no likes, no comments, no people that you've given links out to and you haven't followed up, you're doing something wrong, friends. Reflect on it. 
and ask yourself, like go back through your conversations. Okay, did I give people too much information? Did I not connect with them enough? Was my, did I make all of these social media posts and they were just sort of so what posts and they weren't really asking people to take action? So I go back and I really do reflect on what I did throughout the week. Where did I miss the mark? Where can I slightly refine and fine tune? And that is how I structure my day. Okay, so ask yourself at the end of every week when you look at your tracker, did I actually get results? If not, why didn't I? What can I do slightly different for the next week so that I can get better results? What do I need to learn? Is there a specific training I should go watch and then immediately implement it to see if it helps me with my conversations or my follow-ups or the content that I'm putting out there? That reflection is key. And there's a book that I'm reading right now. It's called The Power of Five. And I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. And it's all about network marketing. It's from John Maxwell. But I love what he says. And I'm going to actually, I'm flipping through it. You probably can hear me right now. And it talks about um, people just being anxious to improve their circumstances, but unwilling to improve themselves. And you have to prioritize your choices by building yourself and your business. And so here is what you want to do, right? When you're looking at your business, you want to be making sure that activity, because this is what we focus on. Oh, I'm doing the right business building activities. So, but activity is not accomplishment. I want you to focus on results, not just the tasks, because you're not getting paid to do things. You're being paid to produce results, So this focus on production is going to require you to guard your calendar closely and fill your calendar with what matters. Let me say that again. You're not being paid to do things. You're getting paid to produce results. Focus on the production that is necessary and guard your calendar closely. So this week, I just want you to fill your calendar with the right activities and I want you to be reflective on it and make some small tweaks along the way. The last thing that we're going to say is we're always driving towards progress. We're always driving towards progress, not perfection. We just want to make sure that every month we're growing our followers, we're growing our client base, we've got people that are ordering, we're growing by at least one, and we're focused on one single small millimeter shift that is getting us closer to where we want to be. All of this is on you. There is no training. There's no system. There's no magic planner. There's there's nothing out there that you can invest in that is going to be fairy dust. That if I do, if I invest in this specific thing, it is going to magically make my business just grow exponentially. It is on you. It is the discipline of showing up and practicing the behaviors that are going to get you to where you want to be. And I guarantee you already know what it is. You're just afraid to do it. You're not making the time. You're letting excuses creep in. You're not guarding your calendar. And so I want to just say, guys, if you want to grow a six-figure income, seven-figure, multiple seven-figure income, if you want more opportunities for growth in your life, then it starts with this foundation right here. And I know it's not rocket science and it's not super glamorous. It's not pretty. 
And as I'm making you this podcast right now, I'm sitting in my pajamas, no makeup on, hair in a ponytail, drank my coffee, and it is Labor Day and I'm making you this podcast. And it's not anything, I'm not in some fancy studio, guys. My kids are downstairs playing a game with my husband right now. But it's about discipline. I wrote it on my calendar. I said I was going to do this podcast today and here I am showing up before our family comes over for a little picnic this afternoon. Business is all about you taking initiative and you taking action. So as you start a new month and the last four months of the year, can you commit to doing the behaviors that are going to build you momentum, that are going to give you the compound effect, that are going to reveal your slight edge? Commit to it. Be disciplined enough to stick with it when the road gets a little rocky and when there's obstacles in your life. And I promise you, I promise you, if you do the things I'm talking about in this episode, you're going to start to see a momentum shift. You're going to start to actually see growth. But you got to make sure you're doing all of them. Not just one, not just when it's convenient, but every single one, every single day, repeatedly over time. All right, friends, that's all I got for you guys today. It's been so much fun hanging out with you. And if you would do me a huge favor, share with me your favorite part of today's episode. What smacked you in the forehead and was like, duh, that's what I'm not doing. I want you to tell me about it. I want you to share it in your stories, tag your friends, share this episode with people you know need to hear this message. And again, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Love inspiring you guys to reach your goals in your business. And I will see you back here next week with another episode. Bye guys.